Hello, everyone, and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. I'm with Robert... Uh, Robert... I already fucked it up. I'm with Robert Daniels from 812 Film Reviews. And uh, today we're talking about some... Uh, a lot of movies, actually. Uh, I know uh, you... Since uh, you actually are a critic and you get all the perks, uh, you just got back from uh, the new version of Godzilla. Godzilla just wasn't there for me. <laughs> you know, like when, like I was telling you, it was like, I, I ended up giving it a two out of four. Not yeah. to give away the review. Please go read the review. But like, I gave away, I, I gave yes, it a... check out the uh, review at a12filmreviews.com. I gave it a two out of four. And like, no one goes to Godzilla films for human stories. No one. Mm. But like, the human stories in this Godzilla are so beyond bad. Like, oh, it's like... GI are they worse than Aaron Taylor Thompson? It's G.I. Joe Cobra, like, bad. But, like, not in a fun, like, just, like, oh, this is, like, a dumpster fire, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic dumpster fire. No, it is, like, just infuriating how bad it is. Um, and then, you know, obviously you go for, to Godzilla for the, for, the, yeah. for the fights, you know, but with the monsters, um, the kaijus. Um, but there are, two, there are four fight scenes. Yeah. And two of them are just poorly shot. They're oh, really? Poorly shot, poorly edited. Um, like, it's just dark and murky. It's in the snow, and it's, like, clearly... Oh, no. They're trying to cover up, like, just okay as CGI, and it's just... it's And it's 135 minutes long. Oh. It's 135 minutes long. Oh, God. And it, like, doesn't... Feel it. I mean, it feels like 135 minutes. It doesn't like. It's not like heart hitting action every second. No, it is like action, dumb humans. Action, lots of dumb humans. Exposition, exposition, <laughs> yes. exposition. Yes. And With, then, oh god. And then yeah. it like try and like the, the 1954 Godzilla. If anyone's a big Godzilla you know, fan, yeah. You know, the humans really they're just. They're there as like a stand-in for like nuclear proliferation. Like that's yeah. what they stand for, and yeah. that's that's what they're there for. But like um, here, they they try to make like some weird environmentalist angle that is like from this like Thanos 2.0 like <laughs> perspective, and it just is like it's the it, it's immediate it's an immediate eye roll. Oh my god! So so they think they're saving the environment. By having Godzilla do whatever he does in it or something like that. Well, not to spoil it, yeah. but, like, it, it is, I mean, I'm just going to leave it at, like, it is environmentally just uh, conscious in, 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 in its conflict. Oh, God. It tries <laughs> it tries to take a political stance, and it falls flat on its face, it sounds like. Yeah, and, like, it's a very half-hearted political thing, and <sighs> it, it'd be better if we just didn't dedicate, if they didn't just dedicate, like, ten minutes to it. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds terrible. I mean, the, the thing I didn't like about the first Godzilla was, I remember I saw the trailer, uh -huh. and when they were playing Ligeti, that played in Space Odyssey, mm -hmm. when they're jumping out of the planes and mm -hmm. all that, that made me go, oh my god, is this going to be like the very first Godzilla where it's actually terrifying? Yeah. And it's scary, and maybe it's some sort of deep psychological study. Like, nope, dumb monster movie. Godzilla fights, uh, who is it, Mota? Yeah, Throughout the so. whole film. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there was a whole thing with Brian Cranston and all that, but I just felt very misled by the advertising. And, of course, there was barely any Godzilla in Godzilla 
Like mm-hmm. whenever, like I remember, there's the doors closing in the truck when he's fighting the other. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was just like the biggest cock tease that film. It's just like I just want to see these monsters fight. That's what <laughs> we're here for, or at least make it like the first one where you know everyone says all oh, the human characters in Godzilla, nobody goes to see them, but. I will say, if you've seen uh, the original, what was it, 1952, Gorgia. It should be 54. Okay, 54, yeah, yeah, Gorgia. It's actually, the human characters are really fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, you had this guy who was this scientist that was, because it was a reflection on, you know, the Hiroshima bomb Mm -hmm. and, you know, nuclear proliferation, as we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. But except it was actually tragic and sad because they had to poison the water supply Mm -hmm. and kill everything in order to kill Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And you had an emotional connection to those characters, unless you see the American cut of the film where they just shoved in a bunch of American actors and it made no sense. Yeah, that's the the, the one that came out a year later, I think, Mm -hmm. um, uh... Uh, King of Monsters. It's not yeah. King of the Monsters, King of Monsters. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. But, yeah, the, I mean, unfortunately, it's like nobody ever seemed to get what the very first Godzilla was about. Yeah. And it seems like all of these Godzillas always miss that point, and it seems like they continue to miss that point. Uh, Gareth Edwards, who directed the first one, you know, he's great at creating visual effect sequences mm-hmm. i was just making sure i was recording <laughs> uh he's you know like you see rogue one you know there's a lot mm-hmm. of great callback moments and stuff like that but the characters are always very flat and boring mm-hmm. and it sounds like with this one that's only emphasized it's like they had one job mm-hmm. we just wanted to see more monsters fight and people were saying they were bored with the humans and what do they do they just give you more of the same boring thing that everyone complains about like how do you not get well, the there's message like, so, there's like 17 monsters you don't see 17 monsters Let me, I'm just gonna throw it out there right now you don't <laughs> see you don't see 17 you, like at, at any one point you might see 7 and like they're never together ever like except maybe no they're never ever together but it's mostly like Godzilla and then the the the, the, the four main monsters uh, Mothra um uh, I don't know, there, isn't there like a different colored Godzilla he fights? I don't know. It's been so long since, I remember I would watch all the Godzilla videos like yeah, on VHS as a kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Rodan, Rodan's the other one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have, uh, you have three or four monsters including Godzilla. Um, now the thing is, is I, I like the 2014 Godzilla. Hmm, I actually like okay. it. But then again, like it, they build it as like this. This was like a part one, you know. Mm. So I was like, okay, I don't mind withholding the monster, you know. And like, mm-hmm. if, if the part two is gonna be like it's the monster, you know, mm-hmm. like, and they work those two parts kind of work together. Mm. But then one, then they throw out, you know, the whole they, they they got new humans, and the new humans are worse than the old humans. <laughs> That's the problem when you have new characters in movies, especially sequels. Is mm-hmm. you know we get to know the characters from the original, just continue to develop them. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, let's shove in all these new characters that we don't care about. And then you have to get reinvested in them. And, man, when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I yeah. mean, what what made, uh, I, like, if you think of the first sort of popular monster film, it was Jaws. What made everyone like Jaws? It was the humans in it, you know? Yeah. We liked Roy Schreider's character. Um, we liked, I'm blanking on his name. Um, but um, he was Finn, two- right? It's, um there's the man who uh, controlled the boat, who... There's Richard you know, Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, yes. You had Richard Dreyfus, you know. Um, he was sort of the eccentric, kind of nerdy guy, but you liked him, mm-hmm. you know. You yeah. got something about him. Roy Schreider, you uh, appreciated him and his family. 
You know, there, there was the old fisherman, you know, mm-hmm. who, who was kind of like the old veteran, the old badass there. Like, they uh, had characteristics, and we were interested in them. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, yeah, you could make a Godzilla movie without humans, and it could be like The Lion King, where they say it's live action, but it's not really live action. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see that, where it's just about the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. from their perspective, tearing apart everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it, it, you know, it was very limited what you could do with Godzilla. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, its limits are certainly showing itself, mm-hmm. especially when a movie like this is rushed and they're trying to cover up the CGI with, you know, fog effects and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, from my perspective. Now, granted, I will say, like, I feel like there's been a rash of these films where, like, yeah. Fans will probably disagree with critics. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, yeah. So, so they'll get. Good thing this one isn't on YouTube. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> the downloads that I. Sometimes I mean, I, I like. I, I do think that the fans might end up really liking this Godzilla, right? And like. Right. Right. Yeah. Because like fans approach stuff differently than critics do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I do think it's. I do think. Of, Fans might like it, but they probably won't return to it. Mm, Not in the okay. same way the other, like the other Godzillas. They'll just get their money's worth. They'll mm-hmm. get like some fighting, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Does it deliver on that? Does it deliver on the action? Like although like some of it's obscured and all that. Is there enough battle in there, or is it just too much exposition? I will, I will say the last battle is like it. It it ends on a high. Like mm. the last battle is really 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 good. Um, ah. But. Um, I don't think it was enough battling. <laughs> uh, not was it? Did they withhold Godzilla like they did in the last one, trying to do the Jaws effect? No, I think uh, the four. There are four fights. I think Godzilla's in three of them. Mm. You know, like so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they withheld him uh, all that much. Actually, I think. Um, there might be a little bit too much Godzilla. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Well, at least, at least we have more of him in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess so, uh, Godzilla for Roberts, a two out of four. I'm probably going to go check it out later today. Or actually, I heard Rocket Man's really good, so I might Rocket Man is good. I saw that last yeah. night. People don't pay to see Rich White. They pay to see Elton John. Yeah, what a shocker. <laughs> I, I saw the... I saw the previews, and I'm like, oh, God, another Bohemian Rhapsody. But then you find out the director of that movie mm-hmm. uh, actually left, uh, or actually did Bohemian Rhapsody as a solid. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you read the article where, like, Rami Malek basically called him, and he said, you can shit on a floor and do a better a job, job than this Brian guy. Singer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I do, I think uh, Rocketman succeeds in every facet that Bohemian Rhapsody fails. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> and if you're I'm a big, if you're a big Elton John fan, I don't think, I think it's impossible to be disappointed. Okay, yeah. I, I like his music and I like his talent. I'm not like a fan of him, but I really respect him. So oh, I love be, I love it. It should be really good. Yeah, like, uh, Joel like uh, not Joel Edgerton. Uh, Taron Edgerton is good in it, right? Yeah, he is. He does all his own singing, um, and they do wow. some really good reimaginings of the songs. And uh, I think the the best part of that film that film is low key uh, a romantic story. Mm. It's low key a a, a a platonic love story between Elton John and his songwriting partner, mm. the genius Bernie Taupin, who was his lyricist for all his best songs. Yeah. Um, 
and Jamie Bell does does pretty well. Now, granted, like Taryn's probably the best singer on that cast because like Jamie Bell cannot sing. <laughs> man can dance, man can dance. Uh, Billy Elliot to the death, but that man cannot dance. That man yeah, cannot damn. sing. He cannot sing at all. They they they. I I like Yellow Brick Road. They redid the vocal melody, and there was like there's like one note that Elton John hits in the recorded version. That's like a super high note. A Jamie Bell completely avoids that note. Oh God! <laughs> he goes like maybe like two octaves lower. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh. I, but I liked Rocket Man in the end. Yeah, it 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 seems like uh, it seems kind of like the uh, as you said, it does everything that Bohemian Rhapsody should have done. Doesn't mm-hmm. go that extra mile where it really explores Elton John's sexual life, where Bohemian oh, yeah. Rhapsody kind of like shied away from it because they. You know, wanted to get the little kids to buy the tickets, and they mm-hmm. didn't want to offend anyone. It is sex, drugs, alcohol, and rock and roll. That's all. That's the whole. It's film. pure R. <laughs> it is, and there, I, there are three. I want to say three mm. uh, gay sex scenes in it. Okay. All right. Yeah. That nice. What was that? What was that, what was that one where uh, Michael Douglas and Matt Damon? It was for. Did you you know about that one? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, Michael Douglas event. This is a movie. Yeah, and it was about a famous gay singer. Oh no no, Labracci. Labracci. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah yeah. And it was, that it was had a TV some movie. Real intense like gay sex scenes. Okay, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, Liberace, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so Rocket Man, I guess, is another suggestion. How many uh, start? Did you write the review for it? Yeah, yeah, I did already. Three out of four. Three, Three out, out of four. four. Okay. Yeah. That's so, um. It's super cliche, it's super tacky, but there's no way you won't leave that film feeling great. <laughs> uh, okay. So the cliches work in so how come the cliches work in this one, but they don't work in Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, I think they're done from a pure perspective. I mean mm-hmm. like Queen had a lot of oversight with Bohemian Rhapsody and like there are moments where like the moments where like they're trying to show like oh this is how we wrote the songs together yeah. is like clearly them trying to pat themselves on the back and it's like <laughs> clearly like self gratuitous whereas like yeah. in in uh, Rocket Man like Elton John had no control over it like he mm. he executive produced it but like he gave Dexter Fletcher um, all the all all the the the, the freedom that he wanted mm. to just represent him in, in whatever way possible so it feels freer so like the tackiness. The the clicheness is really just super campy in a good way. Like mm. it, it it kind of reminds. I mean, it's self aware of itself in a way. Yeah, I mean, some people kind of talked about it being like walk hard and like I, like <laughs> it, it, it having like the walk hard like you know stereotypes. Um, I think it's it's. I mean, like I don't think it's like that level of biopic. I think it's right. a, I think it's kind of a combo of across the universe and um, hmm. and uh, yeah. and and not to use the he that shall not be named, but uh, Kevin Spacey's uh, Beyond the Sea, okay, uh, the Bobby yeah. Darren biopic that if he did. If it was a good movie, hey, you know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Just it's kind of like a that combo of that. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So, well, we got those two in there early. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out Rocket Man tonight, and then probably Godzilla tomorrow. I got my little Rotten Tomatoes card where I can see two free movies, so I'll use them for that. That's Godzilla and. And Rocket Man, both in the bag. And uh, when we come back in the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Chicago Critics Film Festival and what movies we saw there and what's coming up. And uh, 
what you should check out if they come out or when they come out. Some do come out. <laughs> Some in August that are really good. Yeah. <laughs>